Salutations, citizens of Macaque City. You're listening to Radio Skyline, your place to keep pace with everything in town and beyond. Joining me in the studio is Myra. Hello, Myra. And today, what does Macaque City and Venice have in common? The larger they get, the deeper they sink. That and a gondola service. That's right, Macaque City has developed its own gondola system in the low-income residential sector of downtown. But how did this come to pass? We found out and we'll share that with you. Now, we couldn't actually get this guy to come into the studio because, like many Americans today, he didn't believe he could afford to take time off. Well, we definitely can't. So we had to go on scene on a rainy day, on office hours, and meet with a man named Oliver Spumoni, Macaque's one and only gondola driver. I'm cold. This is ass. Okay, Myra, I'm recording. Oh, shoot, did you get that last... Well, we just have Andrew cut this part out. You guys are gonna pay me for this gondola ride, right? Yep, that's the deal. What you're hearing God, is... Andrew didn't edit anything! Well, aside from that, what you're hearing is us sitting in a gondola in a part of downtown with potholes so large you could fit a boat in them. And that's exactly what Oliver's done. So the rain comes in, these potholes fill with oh, water, they, and... They stay full of water most of the time. It's just less stagnant when it rains. Okay, so when you told us to come out during the rain... Yeah, you could have come out any other time, but the smell's not so bad in the rain. I think I'm sitting on a nail. Yeah, there's a nail that pokes out there. Okay. That's, I usually uh, put down cushions, but not in the rain. So do people just sit on this bent nail that's jutting out of the boat? I or? mean, my regular customers either don't sit on the nail or they just put something over it. Oliver jabs into the bed of the pothole with a long broom handle and away we go. And what a ride it is. Along the way, we discover the pungent aroma of dead sea life is actually dead sea life. The pale body of a catfish floats by and we ask about it. What the hell's a dead fish doing in a city pothole? Oh yeah, funny thing. Some people run these backyard kitchens, which, you know, I wouldn't eat from if I were you because they're not licensed. You're not supposed to know where they are if you're not a local. And some people try to keep a freshwater fishery thing going. They dumped a bunch of live fish in the water? Well, most of them aren't live for very long. The pollution kills them. Except the catfish have only grown stronger and more wicked by feeding on trash and weakness. You'll see him leap out and swallow a pigeon hole sometimes. To be honest, I'm not a big fan of either animal, so I don't usually root for either one. And speaking of not rooting for things, it's time for a commercial break. We'll get back to our story after this. Herf, herf. Is that the sound of a hungry dog? No, it's me, Charlie from Charlie's Canine Confections. But if you own a dog, you know that they're willing to eat anything, at any moment, regardless of how old it is, where they found it, or if they're already full to the point of being sick. Well, instead of that rotten dead squirrel that your dog will jealously guard and devour before licking your face, why not consider something wholesome that a human would appreciate? At Charlie's Canine Confections, we produce cheap as dirt pastry products and then form them into exciting shapes like bones, fire hydrants, and tennis balls. Your dog will spend all of 30 seconds appreciating the effort that went into baking them before they remind you why we use the term wolfing down to describe voraciously consuming something like you think someone's gonna steal it. Now when I say cheap as dirt, I just mean our costs. We still charge prices that let you know you sunk money into something expensive, and expensive means quality. Sure, your dog may or may not appreciate them as much as the cheap dog biscuits you bought at the grocery store, but think about the Instagram photos! And are you parents who maintain a very tenuous separation between child and dog? Well, we don't discriminate against cash. You can buy our biscuits for your human children as well so that everyone feels equal. That's Charlie's Canine Confections, located just off the interstate. Come on by and I promise not to do my dog impression again. 
So if you're just joining us, this is the story of us riding a gondola piloted by a guy named Oliver, and it's traversing a network of potholes through the city. He takes a turn, and we wind up in a much less familiar setting. And the smell is awful. What the heck is all this? I thought it was bad before. Remember those backyard kitchens I told you about? Yeah, these are them. Except it's not just kitchens. Oliver explains to us that there's an entire network of businesses back here, often trading in favors and raw materials rather than cash. So it's like a barter system? Oh yeah. Anytime you collect money, a portion of it lands in the IRS's hands. But they don't tax you on food handouts from other people, so the trick is... You figure out who could cook a meal without poisoning you too often, and then you do something nice for that person. Now they owe you. You keep receipts on that, or what? Nah, they just owe you. Next time they subdue a chicken or manage to make catfish taste decent, you remind them they owe you. So how many people owe you? <laughs> well, uh... Oliver thinks about it, but has a hard time producing specific names. I mean, it's really just, uh, you remember who owes you. You just remember the faces, huh? Yeah, you know. It sounds kind of like a, a situation that you might romanticize or idealize. A small city society that operates completely on favors, but... Oh, no, no, they'll stiff you. Okay, so people do take advantage. Yeah, they'll take advantage every day of the week, you know. You gotta get to know who will do that, and, you know, you, you gotta have enough backbone to tell them off. But sometimes you're just not feeling it, and you help those guys out anyway. Even though they'll stiff you. That's how they do it. That's how they do it. That's how they live. Nobody wants to turn you out every single day, so long as you only ask a little bit. Oliver explains it's actually outsiders he worries more about. Oh, yeah, no, no, for them it's an attraction. Will they not pay you anything? Well, I mean, most of them want to pay, but there's those bad apples, you know. Oliver says the big problem is that sometimes you get outsiders who know they're not going to ever come back again. And if they do know that, they'll try to hit up every place they can without paying a dime. Those are the ones you gotta look out for, yeah. So if someone's from out of town... If someone's from out of town, then you ask them for money. You ask them for money, that's right. That's right. Up front. Up front. Up front. Yeah, that's right. That's right. This lady knows it. So how exactly did this part of town get to be like this? After talking to Oliver, that's what we wanted to know. So against everyone's best interest, Hugh called up our political representatives. Hi, is this Sabrina Watford? Yes, is this Hugh? Yep, Hugh Berger with Radio Skyline. And what idiotic entertainment piece are you pursuing today? Uh, well, I wanted to ask about the potholes downtown. And the slums? I'm sure it'll all be cleared up if they would just get an education. You mean, like, college? I don't mean clown school. I mean, that's, like, really expensive. My administration is working around the clock to make education available to everyone. We care about all people, big and small, black or white, gay or straight, LGBTQ. Togetherness makes a nation. Did you say LGBT? Thank you for your interest in the city. Every opinion is valued. Bye. Then, for whatever reason, Hugh decided to call Don Albo. Yolo. Is this Don Albo? That is what my receptionist told you I am, Hugh. What do you want? I wanted to ask about the slums downtown. Yeah, they should sell their Mercedes and stop smoking pot. Uh, well, I don't know about pot, but the roads are full of potholes. Don, and I didn't see a single Mercedes down there. Well, we're in favor of instituting more drug testing and lowering the minimum wage. More drug testing for this what? This is all Mexico's fault. Uh, I, I think we're off on the wrong foot. I have some notes. Yeah, all the non-voters without money are screwing everything up. Quote me on that. Uh, okay. All right, good talk. Bye. So I guess we'll never know why the roads are bad in that part of town, but some of us in the studio believe that a favor-based economy that pays nothing in taxes has something to do with it. 
Others in the studio think that there's a systemic problem, and yet others of us in the studio would point out that a favor-based economy is a type of system. And speaking of economic systems, it's time for another commercial. Yo, this is Slick Sam, and this is Funkadelic Frank, and we realize that I am bankrupting myself in a ridiculous war of attrition with Funkadelic Frank's used cars. The truth is, I can't even remember why I was so angry. And there's no reason to explore any further than that. So Sam and I are joining forces. That's right. For the rest of this year, if you buy something from Funkadelic Frank, you'll get a coupon that offers you 15% off on anything from our store, whether it's a newt or one of those concrete paths cut to look like bricks. And if you're buying from Sam, we have used trucks for rental or for sale to carry home your heavy soil, stone, and wood to decorate your yard. All rentals made from Sam's location, 30% off. And if you're looking for car parts, I sold all my car inventory to Funkadelic Frank. So now's your chance to go down there and snatch up some amazing deals. For a limited time, virtually everything is on sale. That's Slick Sam's, open whenever I never sleep. And Funkadelic Frank's, open sadly just during business hours. Slick Sam's! Slick Sam! How nice they made up. That's good. It would have been kind of a dumb swan song for him anyway. So speaking of singing, I don't suppose you'd like to elucidate the audience as to how you got the lead for today's program? I mean, I don't know if it would be ethical to reveal my sources. Her name is Fran, and she's known for being frisky. You know, how can we say that we're journalists? I have never said anything like that. And it was a no-brainer when she met us at the end of the gondola ride. What, does she live downtown? Well, that's it for today. Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to Radio Skyline. Shoot for the skies.